guys. Welcome to Courageous Wellness. My name is Erica Stein. And I'm Ellie French. And this is a podcast about individual journeys toward wellness and how to navigate it all. We were inspired to learn about the journeys of normal people from all walks of life that have combined all types of practices, from physical to emotional to spiritual, to figure out what wellness means to them and what works for them. We aren't doctors or experts, just average ladies figuring out how to live our best lives while tackling topics all across the wellness spectrum. It takes courage to share these journeys, and by talking about them and sharing personal stories of real people, we aim to destigmatize the process. Join us as we in our community share our courageous wellness. Hi, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of Courageous Wellness. On this episode, we have the co-founders of Hello Wellness, Sarah and Jenna. Sarah and Jenna founded the company Hello Wellness for like-minded women in the wellness community to meet in real life. Through events with their favorite influencers, fitness classes, and more, women are able to connect offline. The human connection that is often lacking in our world is why they made it their mission to create bonds around shared interests in the health and wellness space. You'll get to hear about Sarah and Jenna's inspiring journey to wellness and to each other. Hello Wellness hosts events all over the country, from Boston to New York City, Miami, and Chicago. But next up in Los Angeles is an event about gut health featuring two Courageous Wellness alums, Ariel Laurie of The Blonde Files, episode 18, and renowned nutritionist Robert Yang, episode 27. You can buy tickets to this event on SayHelloWellness.com. The event is Wednesday, February 6th from 7 to 9 p.m. in Santa Monica. Enjoy the episode. Hi guys, welcome, Sarah and Jenna. So you guys are the founders, co-founders of Hello Wellness, and um, we're big fans of the events you guys uh, throw all over the country, but can you tell us a little bit about what Say Hello Wellness is and what your guys' mission is as a, as a company? Yeah. Um, so Hello Wellness was founded because Jenna and I were kind of craving sounds weird we were craving friends that were similar to ourselves you know Mm. we both have really fantastic friends from high school from college but of those people we have really been the ones to change from our groups of friends you know if you met me in college there's no world in which you would ever imagine that like I'm running a wellness company now Jenna is like always making fun of me because I was you know this blackout chicken finger fiend who was an ambassador for (laughs) four logo so I was like a little late to the wellness train you can just say um but because of that I'm still super close with all my friends but none of them are really you know into eating as well as I am or going to all the boutique fitness studios that I am and so Jenna and I used to go to camp together and actually reconnected because we ran into each other at Paris Boot Camp and then while I run club and then sneak green and we kind of saw a trend that we clearly shared the same interest. And so we started talking about how we really just wanted to meet other people like us. And so we decided to 
at first throw a really small get together. Potluck dinner. Yeah, a potluck dinner. Um, and it transformed into our first event with Rachel Mansfield that really quickly sold out. And even at that point, we weren't thinking of a business. We were just kind of excited to have met all of those people and have met Rachel. And so we hosted another event the next month and that sold out and another event the next month. And through all of these events, we started meeting amazing people who shared many of the same interests that we did. And at that point, what was it? Three or four months. I think at their end of March. Yeah. Um, we thought, okay, maybe we're on to something. Let's make this a business and let's start hosting events with the mission of bringing together the wellness community that really lives on Instagram IRL so that they can form more meaningful relationships and get out of it. What we had been craving also, which was to meet like-minded people, people like themselves who also followed that influencer or who also just wanted to meet people in the city near them that like to work out or like to eat healthy or were craving more information on a topic than could be shared in a small caption. Mm. That's really how it started. Yeah. And I, I mean, everything Sarah is saying is I full heartedly believe it as well. I would just add on that the most meaningful thing to me at our event now, like in today's current, in today's current events is that people that are at our events are, really making friendships with each other. Mm-hmm. And so it's not even about the influencers anymore. It's more about the friendships that are created through our events. Mm-hmm. So many of the girls come to our events alone and they walk out of there with a friend to go to yoga class with or to go to get a sweet dream with, like as Sarah said. Mm-hmm. And that is like the most meaningful thing to me right now. Yeah. No, that's so true. I definitely can attest, you know, to the events that we've been to um, with Hello Wellness. We've met the most incredible like-minded women and it's so empowering to be amongst women who are interested in the same things that you're interested in and are, are from the same community. And it's just, it's been great to just meet so many strong, powerful women. Yeah. yeah. And it's interesting yeah. when we have guests on the show, we always say like some of the similarities of themes between like amongst, amongst the interviews that we do are a couple things, but one of them is the importance of community Mm -hmm. and you guys are sort of embracing that within your business plan is that like you are creating community and how, and understanding how important it is in supporting a certain lifestyle. Um, because as you were saying, Sarah, like your friends sometimes do change based on what your interests are. And sometimes if you want to have certain goals, you need a new community Mm -hmm. to support that too. Absolutely. Yeah, and and there's such a difference in community when it's the community online versus the community in person and the ones that you can go get dinner with and see face-to-face and vent to and talk to and get a hug from. It really goes a long way. Um, And so that's why we're constantly sort of combating that um, online community, but also that tempting inclination to just stay home or sit on your couch with the push to get people together in person because Mm -hmm. it makes a huge difference and we've seen it and experienced it ourselves. Mm. 
So, um, Jenna, can you tell us a little bit about how you individually came to value wellness? Because, like, we heard Sarah's background a little bit. And what was the pre-story of, like, meeting her for you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, truthfully, I've actually always been really interested in eating healthy and living a healthy lifestyle. I played sports my whole life. I played lacrosse growing up, even into college. Um, so I've always been into working out and eating healthy. That's not to say that I wasn't, that I was also going out in college. I mm-hmm. definitely was. Um, but then when I graduated college, I was working for ClassPass, a fitness company. So I was really getting into the health and wellness community in New York City, which is truthfully all about spending money on your lifestyle. Um, and so I, from there, I was working with my parents' company. They have a health food company. And we were working with Sarah as a health coach for her to help promote our products. And yes, Sarah and I were bumping into each other in all these different workout classes and food places in the city. But also she was really interested in helping my parents promote their granola and their food. So from there, I was recognizing that Sarah and I had so much more in common than just the granola and just the workouts. And there was actually a friendship there as well. So that's kind of the background of me. in terms of the health and wellness community, I was working in it for a while, and I've always been passionate about it. My passion has definitely peaked since I've been doing this. I'm much more informed with doctors and eating healthy and working out and intuitive eating and everything like that. But it's always been a passion of mine. Mm-hmm. So now I'm just really grateful to be working in something that I'm so passionate about as well. That's amazing. And and Sarah, how for you did it go from like for loco ambassador <laughs> to this transition that you had? It was really a culmination of a bunch of different things. I mean, after college, I was not able to lose weight in the same way. Our metabolisms changed. And I was getting really frustrated with the way that I was eating and the way that I was working out and not seeing results. Um, and my mom had been really sick for a while and she kind of spearheaded it where she took more of a vested interest in health to better herself. And so I saw the way that that worked on a much grander scale for mm-hmm. illnesses and how without any medication whatsoever, just that alone could make a bit of a difference. And so I started to do that for myself as well. And, um, really the combination of all of those things coupled with once you do it, you start to feel better and that in and of itself is kind of addictive. So that kind of started my journey. And then as Jenna said, we're definitely more informed now um, through what we do and through hearing through all of these different people. And we're in a really cool spot where we always say that wellness is on such a big spectrum. Mm. And so we're not here to say what's healthy, what's not, what we believe in. And so we get to host events with all of these different people who have amazing perspectives that are all backed in education. It's just what works for one person might not work for another. And so through that, we've also kind of tested for ourselves what has worked. And so that's been really neat in my journey as well. Mm. That's so beautiful. And you guys were camp friends, right? You guys met at camp? Um, We met 
when did you start coming to camp? I was a late camp goer and an early, early camp leaver. <laughs> I was a lifeguard. She was a life a camp life girl, and I was late to the game and early to leave. <laughs> so I started going when I was eight or nine, and then I stayed until the last summer, and then I went back and worked as a counselor. So I was. Yeah. By all means, the definition obsessed. Which is really funny because Sarah and I were in the same bunk as well, but we just weren't really friendly. We had different groups of friends within a, a bigger mm-hmm. social scene. Isn't and that funny? I think it's really funny because a lot of our camp friends follow us on Instagram, and I don't think they can believe it either. Because you know, <laughs> we're always getting these messages from girls who we went to camp with, and they're obviously so excited about the idea and the concept that we're bringing. But it's funny because seeing us together, they probably would have never envisioned it. Well, it's so funny. It's almost a little similar to Allie and I because we didn't meet at camp, but um, we weren't like tight, tight, tight. Yeah. We just we were both friends. We had like, we saw each other occasionally. We were like social friends. Social friends. Yeah. We yeah. met yeah. through, um, we both practiced Buddhism. So we met through this Buddhist group and then became social friends. Yeah. We would see each other socially. Um, but it was really when we both started finding this interest in wellness that we kept like, you guys kept running into each other, but we yeah. just kept like finding each other, talking about it, or we'd be reading the same book and one of us would post it on Instagram. And yeah. I think it's so interesting that the universe or whatever, it, you get these messages when you oh, start right. aligning yourself with what you're supposed to be doing and the right people come into your com- life and keep coming oh. back to be like, oh. And yeah. Actually, this just rem- made me remember something. So I remember we went to a camp brunch like a brunch to get together in New York City for a bunch of camp girls. And I remember being invited to it. And I was like, why am I invited to it? I'm not friends right now. <laughs> and we get to the brunch. I'm sitting across from Sarah. And I had, this is way before our company, this is years ago. And Sarah had talked about how she just enrolled in IIM. And I just remember her talking about how she's interested in wellness. And I was like starying to become more interested in it as well. You we were a class I was still a class right? yeah. And I just remember like a vaguely talking about both of our common interests and that was it and then like fast forward two years later and then yeah. I bump into her in all these classes and it was like really ironic and I true I really think it was like meant to be absolutely and it's actually funny because a friend recently asked me a, a mutual friend of ours who you know sees how we work together and sees our business and she's thinking of starting a business and has sort of a partner in mind to do it with and asked how Jenna and I knew that we would work well together and Truthfully, we didn't. We didn't know each other nearly as well as we do now. I mean, as Jenna said, we were just kind of, like, friendly and saw that we had shared interests and accidentally fell into this business because our first few events were successful. But I think, in a way, we got really lucky because we weren't best friends or so close or hadn't worked together before because we couldn't analyze and scrutinize every little detail. And then it just so happened that, somehow miraculously we do complement and balance each other out so well to the point where literally like if I'm stressed somehow she's super calm mm, and yeah. if she's stressed I'm like fine yeah. we got it and so it crazy. just balance each other out whether it's on an email a project an event a whole day it doesn't matter but I don't think there's any way that we would have known that going in no so. we feel the same way we talk about that sometimes we're like <laughs> how does this work? And we're like, yeah. do we need to sit yeah. down and kind of structure? But like, we've sort of, the structure has sort of created itself. Like right. yeah. who sort of focuses on what, you yeah. know, yeah. And, um, 
It's really interesting. Eric is convinced that maybe it has to do with our polar opposite astrological signs. Astrologically, we're the sign of partnership. So what are you guys? I'm so curious. So I'm I'm a Libra. And I'm an Aries. And she's an Aries. So they're both. I'm an Aries. I'm a Virgo. You're a Virgo. Oh, Virgo your is really close to Libra. Though? September 13th? Yeah. Oh, I'm the 22nd. I'm a September baby, too. Yeah. Nice. So, oh, and you're an Aries? I'm March 23rd. I'm April 8th. That's so funny. Yeah. So like astrologically, it's what, it's like six months apart from each other ish, you know, and they're the polar opposite signs. So she's like, maybe we just balance each other. I'm really into astrology. I'm so California woo. It's 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 like the rare days where we're both panicking. Yeah, of course. But it's it's so interesting. Aries are great. You guys are really strong. (laughs) Yeah. I think we're like, um, isn't like Mars our ruling? Yeah, Mars is it's like the god of war or something. <laughs> um, You're ready to go. I haven't, I haven't jumped on my bandwagon for the astrology, but I have so many friends who are obsessed with it. Oh we god. don't know a ton of it. We're very much like novices, but we love we love it. Like it's sort of like such a fun thing that we we indulge in. We do. We read our horoscopes. <laughs> I mean all that. I mean like you said, I'm not, I don't know enough, but like I'm into it when I do it. I got my aura red once and it was like so spot on. Oh, that's so cool. I was so impressed. Yeah, that's so cool. Um, so you guys, when you started Hello Wellness, I'm sure had your day, day jobs at the same time, right? You were working and starting this company. So how is it balancing everything in the beginning? (laughs) Well, so not only when we started, but literally for a year and a half, we had our day jobs. Um, not because we weren't fully dedicated to this, but just because financially it wasn't really an option yet. Um, and so it wasn't even like a day job and a side hustle. It was like we had two full-time jobs. Mm-hmm. And your business sort of, related a bit better which was nice because you worked for yourself you worked for from home and you were working with small brands on social media so as it was you had more flexibility than I did you were on social media anyway I on the other hand was working in media sales Mm -hmm. um which certainly translated in terms of my sales and marketing expertise but I was in an office all day I like always kind of related back to felt like I was having an affair because I was like sneaking around and taking weird phone calls and not saying who I was on the phone with or meeting at late weird sketchy hours. It was just all very, um, felt very slutty. (laughs) Um, we would meet on a random day where I would have, you know, lunch breaks or we would meet after work. We always worked on weekends. It was like, we would work till, one in the morning and we would work all Saturday, all Sunday and kind of squeeze in a second full day's work. And now um, we still work the same amount somehow, but I feel like even our most busy stressful day is so amazing in comparison because at least I'm stressed about one thing, one, thing, one job. I'm not hiding it from people. And I feel so fortunate to do that. So I feel it's like, different. And I also feel like since we've become full-time, our company has grown exponentially faster. Mm, yeah. I think that things that 
previously when we were working at other jobs would have happened in the span of a week now it happened in the span of two days yeah um, and it's just so much easier to get things done when we're all in an office here um and just overall it's such a better envi- work environment having having everyone be full-time and it's all like bits and pieces that are like happening in certain times a day one right. thing gets finished at one at one time mm-hmm. yeah not to mention so we're definitely better bosses because of it. Like a big push for us finally going full time was we hired two full time employees and they were the best decisions we ever made. They were instrumental in helping grow our business, but we felt like just, you know, that manager that you hate when they're like, Okay, let's talk on Friday at seven PM or mm-hmm. you do a call on Sunday afternoon. And it's like, come on, like no one wants to do that. And so we felt like, you know, they're dedicating their life's work right now to what we do and we should be doing the same for mm-hmm. them. Um, and that kind of ultimately put us over the edge. Mm. That's great. That's kind of inspiring for us being like a newer partnership, yeah. you know, Absolutely. because we, we can definitely relate to like what it feels like, or I, I can certainly relate to what it feels like right now working multiple jobs and... Yeah. And when you want to put all your time and energy into one thing, but it's a it's like your con- passion, but you're like, I need to support myself. Yeah, exactly. it can be exhausting, but yeah. to keep sort of to keep at it, yeah, um, is something to like remind remind ourselves and anybody listening who's starting a business Absolutely. or in the growth stages, the early stages. You know, you do what you have to do until you can do what you want to do. Absolutely. But you have to be okay doing what you have to do, which is also, I feel like, the telltale sign of if you should be doing this as your business. Like, if you're okay giving up every single weekend and every single free night yes. that you have and working on your honeymoon, like, I, <laughs> um, then, yeah, go for it. And if you're kind of hesitant and being like, that eh, doesn't sound so fun, it's not, but... If you're questioning it, then maybe keep it as a side hustle for now because that's honestly what it takes. Yeah. But when you're pa- when you're so passionate about something and it's all you it's all you live and breathe and eat and sleep and everything, so it doesn't really feel that painful working all those hours when you're so obsessed with it. Right. Yeah, absolutely, it doesn't. Uh, working on a Saturday isn't that big a deal to me when it's like my when you like it. Yeah, it's it's, a point. Like, yeah. For us, it doesn't feel yeah. that terrible. But if you're thinking to yourself that like that sounds mis, yeah, oh, yeah. and like <laughs> we don't do it. Right. And I think that's the difference between just something you enjoy or are good at and what is a passion. Because even you know myself personally, I've been working in film, television, and entertainment gosh, for like 11, since I was 19, I got my first internship at E Entertainment when I was 19. And I continued working pretty much ever since. Um, And I love it. You know, it's something I always loved and enjoyed. Um, But honestly, I was I was always good at it. And I really enjoyed it. And I really liked it. But really discovering wellness that's when I'm like, oh, that's the difference of what it means to have a passion. Because yeah. even as much as I've enjoyed and love, you know, the film world, I wouldn't want to work on a project when I was on vacation. Or I would, you know, like I would really relish mm-hmm. my vacation time or my time away. And now with everything in terms of wellness and what we're doing, um, I'm going to visit my in-laws in Florida in a couple weeks. And 
I like, I'm like, okay, so what am I going to do? When are we going to Skype? Like I'm bringing, you know, like podcast Mike's equipment, like, like what can we do? And yeah. it's just, yeah. it's, I'm just we like, wow. Yeah, we do. But I'm, but I'm like, wow, this is the difference between just something you are, you enjoy and are good at and a passion that you want to commit. Like you're saying Saturdays and weekends and vacation time because, and it's, it's been amazing to really discover at, you know, passions and that passions can always evolve. Like I thought I was going to, and I, I still want to continue doing film and television when I'm doing, cause I love it, but, um, you can evolve and you can grow and you don't also have to be stuck in one thing just cause you've been doing it for yeah. a yeah, certain amount of time. So, um, what was, what did it feel like or what, when did you guys know that you were going to make the leap to mm-hmm. full time and what did it take for you to make those decisions? It felt terrifying. <laughs> um, it was just a matter of time. And yeah. we were saving a lot of money. We were we weren't paying ourselves. We were not paying ourselves while we were working at our other jobs. Um, we really, I think, we really made the leap of faith when we hired the employees because it wasn't mm-hmm. fair to them, as Sarah said earlier, for them to be giving it one hundred and fifty percent and us not to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was. Really and fun. I think for us, or at least for myself, but I think I can speak for you on this as well. Um, I say it's terrifying because it's such a lifestyle change mm-hmm. that you kind of just have to wrap your head around. I mean, we went from having really decent salary jobs to really like embracing the entrepreneur startup life. And especially in New York City. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially in New York City. It's like laughable. It comes with so many sacrifices that, you know, we're both 29 years old and have worked really hard in our previous full-time salary jobs to kind of move beyond that Mm post-college living on a crazy budget life and now are kind of finding ourselves back there Um, and being okay with the adjustment, figuring out how that works, um, and sort of like learning that anew uh, with all the things that come along with now being 29 as opposed to being 22. Absolutely. So it's been unbelievable and really exciting. And, you know, I think for all those terrifying sacrifices, I go back to the fact that like our worst, most stressful, crazy day is still a great day in our eyes because at least we're stressed about one thing and at least it's one thing that relates to our own business and something that we're passionate about. Right. Has there been a most rewarding moment or point where you were like, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life? <laughs> oh gosh, I feel like we've had so many. Um, most recently, our, one of the most rewarding things for me within the company was our retreat that we did in Mexico with your friend Ariel, um, it was, I can't even tell you how much work we put into this retreat planning for eight months. It was a lot of sleepless nights, a lot of calls with Australia. So late nights for us, early mornings for them. Uh, cause our team, the, the girl who we work with, her team is based in Australia. Um, lots of different parties participating in the retreat, whether it was like our travel agent, our hotel, the hotel PR agency in Miami, our internal team, you name it. Um, so just seeing that retreat come into fruition and really 
seeing how successful it was after all of that hard work was really rewarding for me. Mm. I would also say that other rewarding events was probably like our first uh, fitness marathon, which we did last year. Mm-hmm. It was at the beginning of our business, and we worked so hard on it. We raised so much money. It was just 100% of the proceeds were donated to charity, um, and it was really rewarding to give back to the community and have the entire community come alive within that month. Mm. But, I mean, there are so many other rewarding things. I would say another one is, like, hiring our employees and, like, being able to pay that we bootstrapped our whole company by ourselves. And being able to pay their salaries and their insurance and their payroll and all these expenses by ourselves is also like so rewarding. Like it's been a year and a half and we're doing that already. It's crazy. Yeah. That's um, the go on and on about all the things. A lot of times we have to remind ourselves yeah. of that on those days. But yeah, I think I've just seen one for like different elements. I think for me, the retreat was the fact that these 30 women from all around the world. 24 of which came alone. So we, our mission being that people are going to make connections and make new friends with like-minded people. We had all of these people who were brave enough to come alone. And then we watched them form these friendships right before our eyes, which was so cool. Um, And then the fitness marathon, you know, you talked about the first one we did, but the fact that we could emulate it this year in four different cities now that we've expanded. So our first year, we were only in New York. But then this year, we held it in New York, Boston, Chicago, and L.A. Mm. and continue to do it. And that one is really personal to me because, as I was saying, you know, I got into wellness because my mom had been sick. My mom passed away from breast cancer. Mm. And so now we get to donate that every year to breast cancer. So it's, you know, particularly special for us to be able to feel like we're making a difference in doing something particularly in October all around breast cancer awareness month mm. so you know we always kind of go back to those moments yeah that's awesome and we we went to one of the classes for your fitness we, yeah. we did the body by Simone nice. yeah so. we did a with her in New York a few months ago yeah oh, that sounds her. she's great yeah I think too I just think that's so amazing that the way you're able to give back, you know, not only, right, you connect all these women who are like-minded and care and want to meet other like-minded people in wellness, but then here you are giving back to breast cancer. You know, here you are not just connecting, you know, people to each other, but connecting people to a greater cause and mission, which I think is just so beautiful and profound. Um, So do you want to do more retreats and more, um, events like that yeah what's next planning our 2019 retreat which is crazy um so to start out we'll definitely be doing an annual retreat it's very very labor intensive as Mm -hmm. you can imagine compared to like a regular two-hour evening event um but our hope is that maybe we can do them bi-annually but we'll definitely be doing at least one year that's amazing anyone who is listening to this podcast i would love your feedback and suggestions on where you would like to see the next retreat and who to host and who would you like as the host because we're right now talking to a bunch of different people that's exciting and just for anybody who doesn't know their first um like featured guest host was uh kelsey wells right yeah Yeah. she was unbelievable yeah I hope that someone can help me. That's so amazing. Um, So you guys uh, do a lot of workout classes. You worked uh, with ClassPass and everything like that. So what are some of your favorite workouts that you guys do in the city or 
What are some of your faves? I've so never had a workout. I didn't like I'm obsessed. It's funny because as Sarah said earlier, we're really working on living on a budget right now <laughs> and workouts in New York City are unaffordable mm. for a drop in rate for a drop in class it's probably around thirty seven dollars at least. At least. Um and that's for like forty five minutes of working out. So personally I've actually dropped all the boutique fitness classes. Mm. When I was working at class I laid out everything for free. So I was like <laughs> rolling high on like two workouts a day um but now I actually just do the Kelsey Wells app in my gym oh that's so cool. mostly what I'm doing now I must say though if I do get invited to a workout which happens a lot we do go to a bunch of them we love Amanda Clute uh her dance cardio class mm. and her body class we love Megan Roof who also does a dance cardio class here uh I love Barry's boot camp um those are probably like my top three mm-hmm. right now. And of course, I like love the Kelsey Wells app as well. Mm. Yeah, I got really into the yeah. power workouts after yeah. the retreat. retreat. Um, I also love to train or do the group classes at Body Space Fitness, but there's so much here you can't go wrong. We love yeah. Flex, Bumble, um, you name it. Like I said, I really, anything where I get to move and be active and try something new I love so um, what are your guys favorite in LA when we come um I'm sort of like a boutique yoga person no like what I mean by that is not um not like big yoga chains but like individual little mom and pop yoga things although Erica's recently been to core power and she loves it so I'm gonna try it with her there's a place called yoga vibe that used to be in my old neighborhood that I loved going to and it was an old bungalow that was converted and like started by a husband and wife and now they've grown to like three studios I think in LA but they're very like super down to earth and I just love that like they're a small business Mm, and try to support that um you're a soul cycle. I am. Queen. I do. I do love me some soul cycle. Um, I do. I, <laughs> it's my favorite. I do everything too. Uh, LA, like New York has so many classes. So yeah, yeah. I love, I love body by Simone. I love her full body class. It kills me. Um, we were doing base camp for we a while together. Camp. But yes, yeah, soul cycle is my most like, it's just that dark room and therapy but it is it's even like cheaper it's cheaper in LA than it is in New York I know in New York it's like $35 or something I mean it's all expensive here too it is but I have you know it's so interesting I really you know I really like like high intense workout classes where you sweat and you're like it's all cardio and all that and that's why I've loved SoulCycle but um it's so interesting because now I've been craving a lot more yoga and so core power definitely gives me that like I still sweat and I really like their sculpt classes but um you still sweat but get to do yoga I have a hard time slowing down which I need to do <laughs> well my new workout routine because as Jenna said we're trying to lay back on the boutique fitness stuff but it's as close to free I feel like as you can get but I've been doing yoga and Pilates and mm. you name it on I'm obsessed 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 with Melissa Wood mm, yeah. the videos are incredible and Obey Fitness has a good like dance cardio that I like to do because Megan and Amanda are on there they also have yoga which I've tried mm. um, and running 
Yeah, and I'm off the one, and that's free. That is free. So, I do it all through the winter, though, which is a little psycho. That's, yeah. Yeah. that's oh crazy in New York. So does um, one of my friends lives in New York, and he's a runner, and he runs in the winter, and I just... Yeah, I just can't do it on the treadmill, so I just... <laughs> bundle up yeah but my um it helps too like my brother works at soul cycle now so if i go to his studio i can like go for free which is really yeah Yeah. it it helps and he's like hooked me up so now i know like all the managers in the different studios and they're all really nice to me so that that helps me continue my love of soul cycle is like get a family member to start (laughs) working and And the beautiful thing about la and this is the nice you know this is sort of a nice treat is that there's so many free outdoor yeah. places to work out yeah. here. Like you can just go be active. You can go for a little hike. Like I was going <laughs> once a week for a while, just like doing little hikes with some friends and or taking really long walks like on the strand by the beach. And it's like you can be active outside yeah. all the time for no cost yeah so that's actually been a really interesting learning lesson for us because as we've expanded to different cities we have to familiarize ourselves with each city's different personality and offering because initially when we went into the different cities we kind of treated them all like new york which mm. was our first mistake because for example you know when we go to miami or la we really have to differentiate when we do a fitness class because we are competing with the free outdoors Mm -hmm. Um, and in New York we don't do as many fitness classes because there are so many here Mm -hmm. so it's sort of been interesting for us to kind of figure out what works in each city Mm. oh that's interesting yeah what um what cities are you guys doing events in or is is the goal to do it in all 50 states or what um (laughs) um probably not all 50 at least for like a permanent um, feet on the ground standpoint. Mm. So our current markets are New York, Miami, LA, Boston, and Chicago. Mm. This year, we've done a lot of research from our community and polling in terms of where they'd like to see us. So we're also focused on not only growing those existing markets, but doing pop-ups in some of those other places to kind of see where it resonates best. Should we open any other new markets? Um, but also kind of testing out the pop up model because that might be easier than having you know a permanent mm-hmm. place. Absolutely. So that's going to be a big initiative for us in 2019. Because um, the thing that we really are looking at is we would love to be everywhere, but there's a few things that go into you know us making that decision. One being where the influencers located because ultimately it's a, a pretty big cost for us to get them places if they're not local to where are the audiences craving this Mm -hmm. um where would they kind of seek out these events and then the last part is we either need to send someone from our team there or we need to have ambassadors on the ground to help us run the event so Mm -hmm. at some point there's kind of a a peak of diminishing returns if we were to do it in all 50 states regularly Mm -hmm. yeah of course so um at least with our number of employees and then every employee you hire it's an additional cost so from a business perspective that's kind of what we try and balance Mm -hmm. and you guys do a lot of like brand partnerships right with your events so does is there any sort of like criteria for you as as a brand that goes into choosing those um oh yeah a lot it varies event by event but we work really hard to make sure that 
each event has a carefully selected list of brands participating that are endemic to the host and to the theme, um, as well as to the demographic. So, you know, if we're doing a vegan event, it will usually be hand-selected vegan products, um, as well as, you know, things that we feel like would resonate with a vegan audience, like maybe more clean beauty or organic products or cruelty-free products for the house, things like that. Um, And so we think about that when curating the lists of potential brands for each event. Mm -hmm. That's wonderful. Um, And you guys, I'm sure, are like, it sounds like you're so busy and you have so much going on and your business is just growing rapidly, which is so incredible. Um, so what do you guys each individually do to prioritize your own self-care? Um, like what is, um, what are some like non-negotiables or I guess like what are some non-negotiables and what are some things that you try to implement um, to just take care of That's a great question. We, we each have our own, which is yeah, cool. And we've also been trying really hard to work on it. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, to actively work on it because there are so many times in the week where we get lost in all the emergencies that are happening. Yeah. And so it's really important for us to take an hour out of the day and focus on ourselves. I would say for both of us, it's definitely working out mm-hmm. um, and doing something active. So for me, it would definitely be going to the gym. For Sarah, it might be doing like a Melissa Wood workout here. Um, but just in general, doing something. Getting in a workout. Yeah, getting in a workout and getting in a sweat is definitely how I prioritize myself during the week. Mm. And my new non-negotiable, which I think is never, I, whatever it is, I said, I literally have a timer on my phone. It goes off at 9 o'clock and I'm done. Because mm-hmm. even though we were working till 9.30, yeah. I mean, you're like, my alarm's going. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I need sleep. I'm mm-hmm. like, Jenna is much yeah. better on fewer hours of sleep than I am. And um, I can't function without eight hours of sleep. And it affects all other areas of your life. Like, it's harder to lose weight and you crave more sugar. And you're inherently more stressed if you're not getting a good night's sleep. So I end up being less productive if I even stay up late and get all the work done that I could do. Um, so I set an alarm and I make every effort I can. I mean, like Jenna said, there are some days where we have an event the next day and it has a hard and fast deadline. It's not an option, but otherwise like I am such a planner. I check things off on my to-do list and it's very difficult for me to end the day with things still on my to-do list. But I've had to get comfortable with saying and agreeing with Jenna. It's not like I just say to her, like, okay, we're done. Mm-hmm. But, like, agreeing that this can get done tomorrow. And, like, mm-hmm. make a plan for it to get done tomorrow so that we can feel like we can go to bed or we can watch a TV show or have our own personal time um, after 9 p.m. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. And you guys are both married? Are you? I'm not, I'm not married. married. Okay, sorry. <laughs> so, um, but you have partners who support your mission yeah. and your... Oh, yeah, they're, like, so supportive. If you see our most recent Instagram post um, of the egg toast, my boyfriend actually did the... He made the eggs. No. <laughs> he was, like, his Instagram post. And Ryan, her husband, is beyond. He is a lawyer. Actually, so he... We've got an... <laughs> so, like we've been so lucky that we have him as 
yeah, she's with our general counsel. But in all honesty, he has saved us so much money in mm-hmm. hiring like legal um, counsel and also just helping us like oh, read stress. read through contracts and help us with negotiations and really help us with like the fine print of a lot of different partner outsourcing partners. And they're both so patient with us. Mm-hmm. I mean. I know, first of all, if you ask my husband, he'll joke around that, like, he's third-wheeling with us because <laughs> we're spending so much time together. But seriously, when we weren't doing this full-time and we were working two jobs and we were spending all of our nights and all of our weekends together and working on vacation and all of that, like, we didn't spend any time with our friends or our family or our significant others, and they were so understanding and supportive of that, and they're when we needed them and when we could see them. So it, we would not be here today without that. That's so amazing. Yeah. It takes a lot of people, right. To like make something kind of launch and yeah. the support, the support of the village around you for yeah, your baby, like, for your hello wellness baby. <laughs> and what is your vision? Like what is your long-term vision for hello wellness? Where do you see it going? What are your goals? It's a great question. And I think, we keep pivoting, which is great because we're, you know, always looking to be flexible and kind of feed off of what we think our community needs. And we always try and get feedback after each event. So I would say right now, our long-term goal is to serve as a hub within wellness for people to connect. So we're looking for a way that people, whether it be after each event or just by joining our community, can communicate more and take those conversations that they've started at the event then outside of that to continue to facilitate those relationships and those more meaningful connections because ultimately at the events you know we have a very limited time span it's two hours so maybe we're able to do like a five to ten minute icebreaker but that's it Mm -hmm. and so we would love to help continue that and be able to foster that so that's kind of a big thing that we're focusing on while also focusing on increasing our attention from an event perspective into other areas of wellness Mm -hmm. so you know we spoke about before how it's on this huge spectrum and I think the perfect example is like our cutoff of 9 p.m just because it does relate into so many areas I think People don't think of getting a good night's sleep necessarily as wellness, but it is. And mm-hmm. so is finance. And so are all these different things that do tie back into your overall well-being. So starting to shed some light on those other topics. That's so beautiful. Yeah, it's yeah. exciting. That's yeah. amazing. Do you guys have, as we wrap up, we like to ask this of all the people we interview. Do you have anything you're either reading to or listening to now or in kind of like the recent past that has been particularly inspiring for you either personally or for your business any content I think I know you're excited but also mine um Sarah and I have gotten really into the pod into listening to podcasts um I have two that I'm very particularly um obsessed with and that I tune into every week one is the Betches podcast how um diet starts tomorrow which is I'm sure you'll talk to talk more about it, but it's just about a realistic way of like living a healthy life, a lifestyle, and mm. all like the daily uh, 
occurrences that people like like myself suffer from, and it's just so relatable. Um, and I definitely recommend you guys listening to it if you haven't yet. They interview a lot of nutritionists and dietitians and people in the health space, um, but they give you a very real perspective. And then the other one that I'm really obsessed with is NPR, How I Built This. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you guys have heard yeah, of it yeah. as well. Um, and it's all entrepreneurs who I really look up to and admire. So I love hearing their journeys and their personal stories. And, and truthfully, so many of them, I'm like, they got lucky. It's not fair. But there's so many also that are people who just work really, really hard mm-hmm. to get to where they are. And they're so well respected and admired. So I like love listening to their stories. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also gives me a lot of creative ideas. Like I know the founder of Laura Bar was like working at Whole Foods in the bar section so she could get inspiration on what bar or how to make her bars different. Or like the founder of Instagram was just, you know, playing around with a lot of editing apps, you know. So there's so many things that like I've learned in terms of like marketing and those types of executions that have helped inspire me to do what we're doing now. Mm-hmm. I thought you were going to say Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, I think so. Mine is definitely also the Betches podcast diet starts tomorrow. One, I you know heard it and I immediately texted the founders and I was just like, I feel like you're speaking to me. This is like my life story rolled up into a podcast um, of that feeling of constantly dieting and not knowing why it's not working and hearing all these different conflicting views on what you should be doing. Like, one day coconut oil is the best thing you've ever heard and the next day it has the highest saturated fat and it's like what are you doing using it I can't believe you to touch it um but so I love that but really what I love about it and why it's such an inspiration to me is because I remember what senior year of college so this is gonna date me a little bit but in 2011 this was like an anonymous blog that was you know floating around between people in college and now to see how they have continually pivoted and expanded upon their business and been really flexible and been able to learn and grow, you know, with having three books under their belt and content and Instagram and partnerships and podcasts. I mean, it's really inspiring because they've become really the voice of this, generation or millennial females and so I just love how they speak to women in a way that they weren't previously spoken to before Mm -hmm. um and I think we're always kind of thinking that way of you know at least within the wellness space like what aren't people saying what aren't people doing um whether it be bringing people together or just saying it like it is you know so I think that's really inspiring and the other thing I think is inspiring with their business, with NPR, is the thing that always resonates to me is that it's, at least for me, it's really easy to get impatient and to feel like you're doing so much and you're burning the candle from both ends and it's just not coming to fruition as quickly or in the way that you want it to. But for 90% of these people, it took years and it took even other businesses to fail or to grow from before they got to where they are so for us when we're like a year and a half in and getting frustrated and then they're talking about it you know five six seven eight years later that's the most 
inspiring thing, the thing that keeps me going. Mm, that's great. And actually, all of the Soul Cycle conversation, um, I went to an event with Julie Rice, and mm. she said that Elizabeth, you know, had this saying, which is something that we now, like, live by, but um, Elizabeth would always say that neither of them went to business school, which we didn't either, we zero experience, um, and <laughs> not to do her more, but um, she always would say that every mistake that they made and every cost associated with it, they would just chalk up to their business school tuition. Mm, and like as long as they didn't repeat that mistake or essentially like fail the class and have to take it again, then it was great. Mm. Um, which I love because yeah, it kind of makes you rest assured and yeah. realize that you are learning on the go um, and that it's okay. Mm, that's so beautiful. We're going we're gonna to take that. <laughs> we're going to use that, guys. We can't even take credit for it, but we love it. Yeah. Definitely. Well, and that's the thing in general with business, like for us at least, we are totally fine making mistakes. Obviously, we're doing this for the first time ever, and we don't really know what each day brings. But as long as we don't make the same mistake repeatedly, then Sarah and I are like fine with making the mistake or yeah. we making the mistake. Mm, yeah, I think that's. I mean, that's sort of like a nice motto to apply to life. It's yeah. like, am I repeating my? patterns or am I learning from them Mm -hmm. and so um well thanks guys for coming on it was so nice to have you you so much much fun so much fun we definitely have to get together yeah oh yes made for a workout definitely we have to meet IRL (laughs) (laughs) um but definitely come to our next event in LA oh absolutely where can everyone find you who isn't following you guys on the internet or who wants to learn more about hello wellness so you can follow us on instagram at say hello wellness and online at say hello wellness.com and definitely as much as i know this is annoying turn on your instagram notifications and subscribe to the newsletter online because otherwise you won't necessarily know when events are happening um, but we always, always, always announce them on Instagram and via our newsletter, as well as post them on our website. So that's the best way to stay in the know about everything that we have going on. Oh, amazing. Sounds good. Well, thanks again for joining us. And we'll do a follow-up next year when we see you in person. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Courageous Wellness. Tune in every Wednesday for a new episode featuring a different guest each week. Subscribe, rate, and write us a nice review. And you can follow us on Instagram at Courageous Wellness. Until next week, I'm Allie. And I'm Erica, and we're Courageous Wellness.